Welcome back to another episode of the Culture Capture Spotlight Podcast. Uh, on the phone with me today, I'm being joined with Golden Boy Manny. What's up, guys? Yeah, bro. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, taking time out of your busy schedule, um, hectic life <laughs> to to make it happen. Yeah, of course, bro. Um, um, well, what have you been up to? What have you been up to lately? Let's just kind of start there before we get into like building up your story and stuff. Okay. Um, lately, uh, honestly, <clears throat> that don't mean just came out, but like, aside from all that, uh, I've been producing a lot. I already have like a lot of songs. Like, I have a, a access of songs, uh, excess of songs. So, I was taking a lot of time to kind of just lock in. Um, with Ra and kind of understand FL. Yo, you there? You can hear me or no? Yeah, I, I couldn't hear you. Like cut out there for like ten seconds. Uh-oh. Are you on like Are you on like headphones or earbuds or speaker? Uh-uh. I want speaker. Okay. Um. Do you have air bo- like AirPods and shit? Oh yeah, Yeah. Let's try those. That way, it's it's like you're less likely to get this shit hindered. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, you're good, bro. My bad. <laughs> but you're you're decent. I I honestly should have thought of that, but I just like I was literally just doing a thousand things. So. No, you're good. You're good. I will, I'm I'm gonna restart too. I'll I'll like once you get them put in and shit i'll also restart our intro okay okay <laughs> <laughs> look at us man <laughs> oh boy you can hear me yeah that's oh shit Oh my bad. I don't know nah, what just happened. You're good, but it it sounds like five times better. So Okay, cool. That's a blessing in disguise. Let me let me start us over here. <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again to the Culture Capture Spotlight Podcast. My name is Joe. Um and I'm on the phone today with Golden Boy Manny. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, bro. It, it's a treat to get you on. Um, like I was saying a couple minutes ago, I know how hectic and, and shit's been for you lately. Um, you know, you just dropped Bet On yeah. Me, your latest tape, and uh, just, you know, got announced you're on the Summer Smash card. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, congrats for that, bro. <laughs> I mean, that... Thank you. How did that... Let's just start with that, honestly. Like, how did how did that feel? Um, like, did you know before it was announced that you were going to be on the card? Or... <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 I knew, I knew it's just a funny story. Um, the reason that that happened is because I'm like, I'm tapped in with, um, some of the people at Lyrical, um, since I started working with like, uh, Sheriff and CEO, uh, like a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago. I met a, I met a lot of people, um, and the reason that I got on that lineup, I'm not gonna lie, it's like mostly Jake, like Glow Up Jake. Mm-hmm. That's my homie. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, but 
But one day he called me on the phone and um, we talked for like 20 minutes. And then I know he's just like, yeah, um, so you want to be on a festival? I was like, yeah, like, of course. And he was like, okay. Um, then you're at Summer Smash. And I was like, wow. I, I didn't really know what he, like, I knew what he said. But, like, you know when somebody says something to you and then, like, like five minutes later, you actually realize what they said to you? Yeah. That's basically what happened to me. And I was like, thank you, bro. Like, oh, uh, called my other homie, KO, who works with Lyrical. I was like, bro, like, da 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 It was funny because a lot of people that, um, like, like, that I guess you could call my team, like, a lot of people that have been helping me in a bunch of different ways, like, over the past year, <laughs> a lot of them knew before I knew. <laughs> so when I found out, it was just so funny. I'm like, bro, like, no, you motherfuckers don't tell me this. Like, oh, that's funny as hell. So your team kept it from you. How long did they keep it from you? Um, not not super long. Eh? Like two or three weeks or something like that. Oh damn, that's still pretty long. I mean, that's almost yeah. a month. You know? Yeah, I think it was just because nothing was final and shit. But yeah. yeah, it was like something that was like in 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 the workings of happening, you know? Yeah, bro. Because I like, I've know some other people on the card too. And they were genuinely mm-hmm. surprised. Like they almost seemed like they didn't know that they were going to be like confirmed and announced. So I was curious to know, like with you, like how, how it, like that process was for you. Cause it's different obviously for all the artists on the card. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. Um, I literally, I literally found out, like I didn't know when they were going to post a poster though. So that, that is what shocked me. Like, I literally got out of work one day and that shit was on Instagram. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, I knew, I knew, I knew. Um, I found out like two, probably like two weeks before it got posted, like two or three weeks before. Cool. And like, I'm sure your phone was just bugging with uh, notifs and shit. Like, I'm sure, how was that kind of dealing <laughs> with all the, the storm of congratulations and texts and dms it's like it's like bittersweet bro because like it that shit like damn near makes you lose faith in people in some ways like because it'll be people that you like have never talked to in your life or somebody that you haven't talked to since you were like 10 and they're congratulating you but they never heard one of your songs your name is just on the cards and they feel like they knew you at one point in their life right so they feel like they can be like, oh, congratulations. Like, I'm so proud of you. But they weren't really a part of the journey at all that it took to get there. So on that end, it's kind of bitter. But it's nice for all the people that have been, like, really on my side this whole time, you know, and have seen all all the work I put in. Yeah, bro. I mean, I was I was just talking about myself personally. I was hyped for you when I saw your name there. I was like, Bro, yeah, that's the bro. homie, you know, like on the card and shit. I, I was stuck, yeah, psyched, bro, you know. Um, and it's like, dude, I can't even imagine like that. Are you like nervous? Are you like, how are you, how are you feeling like going, leading up to it? I mean, obviously we're months away, but yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm just more excited than anything. Cause I know like, I feel like so much opportunity is going to open up before and after the show. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited more than anything. Obviously, I'm nervous because, like, I've done a couple shows, but never anything like that, obviously. Like, never anything like that. So I'm going to have to practice, you know, do all that shit. But I still feel good. 
Right. And like, who are some of the artists on the card? Like, if you, I'm sure you've had a chance now to like see all the artists on the card. Who, who are like, if you could pick two or three, who are those? Like, who would you want to really be working with or trying to get in touch with for future like music and shit? <laughs> that's gonna be an option, bro. I mean, shit, you're gonna be backstage yeah, I know, for I know, everybody. I know. Bro, I know it's just crazy, but um, I I want to work with a lot of artists on the lineup. It's a really solid lineup. Yeah. But um, I definitely want to work with. Uh, I'm not gonna say two that I want to work with the most out of everybody because I don't have an answer for that. But two people that I know I definitely want to work with. I want to work with Pierre, like as an artist and and as a producer, and I want to work with Earl Sweatshirt too. Yeah, bro. Seeing um, Pierre get on there too was hard as hell. Yeah, yeah. I was really happy about that. I feel like. Um, his name should have been a little bigger, though. I feel like Pierre doesn't really get the respect that he deserves sometimes. Yeah, bro. When T-Lop 5 drops, though, um, <laughs> he's going to get some of that. going to change, yeah. Uh, no, nah, let's just say we know he's gonna. that's going to change, bro. I, we, yeah. I, like, you know, like, I, I just think that that shit's going to kind of put him up a lot more. For You did really well, or, like, PlayStation did really well. Yeah, it's a great song, bro. Yeah, bro. Um. But yeah, keeping on with like Summer Smash, did you ever like go to the show, like just being like a, a kid from Chicago and stuff? And like, if you have, what is it like again? Just seeing like, holy shit, <laughs> now I'm on the card and like, I'm going to yeah. see my friends from the stage. <laughs> um, I didn't, I've definitely been to a couple shows. I didn't go to Summer Smash though. Um, I never been before. I, I, I only been to a couple shows cause like, I don't, I don't. I'm not the most sociable person. Like, I have that skill, but that's not what I enjoy. Like, I'd much rather just be making something at home, like, with a friend or something like that, instead of going to a concert. Because, like, I remember <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I literally told myself, it was after, um, I think it was a Smoke Perp concert. Um, after I went to that show, it was a good show and everything, but after I went to that show, I was like, okay, I'm not going to any more shows unless like I'm backstage or I'm performing because I feel like that's an important mindset to get in. Like you can still go to shows to enjoy the music, but like when you, it, it's also good to have that perspective. Cause I feel like that kind of pushed me, you know, to get to the other side, if that makes sense. Yeah, bro. That totally makes sense. Um, I want to kind of transition to uh bet on me. Uh, you just dropped your like latest album, yeah. Um, what you told me in the past, like your most serious kind of pride and joy and out of your discography. So if you haven't listened to mm-hmm. bet on me yet, go listen to bet on me. Yeah, definitely um, go listen to bet on me. <laughs> yeah. Check that out. Um, it's a dope, it's a dope album, bro. Um, to start, Thanks, it, I really fucked with a, like the new sound, um, newer sounds mm-hmm. that you were kind of throwing around throughout the tape. And that's the yeah. first question for, uh, for, for me, bro is like, how long did it kind of how long has it been taking you to like smooth out this sound and figure out like where you want to be heading vocally like as an artist bro the crazy part is like i had like (laughs) i don't know how to explain this really basically how me releasing music has always worked it's like it's like this for most artists so i'm sure you know what i'm talking about but like the songs that come out like are not new when they come out most of the time like there's probably like two or three 
relatively new songs on Bet On Me, but, like, most of those songs are from the early half of last year. Like, I don't even completely sound how I sounded on Bet On Me right now. You know what I mean? So, I, I, but I do like the Bet On Me sound. And I feel like that is definitely, it's, that project is completely different from my other ones. And it's a lot more polished. And it focuses less on the lyrics and the rapping so much and more on the vocal inflections. Cause when I was a kid, like I wanted to be a singer, you know what I'm saying? Like before I even listened to rap, like I wanted to sing and I want to start incorporating that into my music a lot more. Cause I feel like it's more representative of who I am as an artist. No. Yeah. I, yes, bro. And you have some videos coming out. I know you have one for cadet, that's dropping yep. soon or is already dropped depending on when this comes out. Yeah. Depending on when you guys hear this. Yeah. Yeah. And you went out to LA for that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was did. that the first time you've done the LA, like let's fly to LA and shoot the movie for this, for a track or no. Um, I did that one other time, like in, in like 2019, I think I actually, I shot a video, um, for this song called Arcade, it's still out. It was on Once Upon a Time, which was my project before Bet On Me. Um, I shot a video for that. It came out, but then I took it down because YouTube wouldn't let me put ads on it because there was somebody sticking up the middle finger. Mm. Pretty pretty stupid, but it's it's cool. It's probably going to be out. Um, even though it's old, it'll probably be out by the time this interview's out. I think, I think I'm going to find some way to put it out there because it's still a cool video. And it's a nice throwback to see me with blonde hair. Damn. Damn, that is, yeah, yeah. That's, that is definitely some older content. Um, yeah. What you were saying earlier, though, about, like, Bet On Me and, like, um, how you sound a little more different now almost than, like, what's being put out on Bet On Me. I've, I was in the studio with you because you were working with Jack a couple uh-huh. months ago. Um, shout out to Private Talk <laughs> for the studio space. And, yeah, that was fire. And your sound there is, like, it's it's similar it's pretty similar to like what's on bet on me and like bro it's it's hard like i don't really think there's many other people that have like the sound you're going with right now and like would you kind of like agree like has that kind of been the feedback you've been seeing and and hearing like um Mm -hmm. yeah i I would definitely say so Uh, i the reason i started doing like the very specific vocal things and like more songs and lyrics and high register is because like i'm just trying to make something that one i feel like is me like it came from my brain and it's not super derivative of other things and i want to make something that i feel like is hard to imitate like you can imitate a flow but like you just can't like some people can't do that you know what i mean so it's like doing getting good at the things you know are unique to you and then putting that spin on it i guess no definitely because it's like no one can really uh, few artists are going to really have to like bust their ass to try and replicate the sound you put out you know what i mean it's just so like far few in between artists that can really make that sound kind of pop the right way you know without it sounding trash like yeah yeah, yeah. um sure i want to move into like 
CEO Beats and, and Sheriff, obviously your homie Ra, you've been you've known Ra for years. But I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna definitely have you touch on CEO and Sheriff and just kinda like walk me through how you met with them and like how your relationship kind of formed. And then maybe we can go into like, you know, the studio sessions, what it's like working with them and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so let me go back in time. I met CEO uh, because Ra had met him. I'm not sure how. He might have met him through Super, but I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. But I was talking to CEO. um, Like, I DM'd him a couple times, and I sent him my project and uh, just because we were talking, and it took him a while to listen to it. Once he listened to it, like, he DM'd me back. He was like, bro... Like, this is so good. Like, blah, blah, blah. Talking about once upon a time. Um, And then eventually I went to his house. Um, He played me some beats. I played him some songs that I didn't have out. And then that relationship just kind of formed that way. We just kept hanging out, like, as friends. And then we started working together. And he kind of was, like, just teaching me things about, like, music in general and also, like, the Chicago music scene. How I met Sheriff, um, I wanted to work with him for a long time, but he started making, like, he made a couple beats with Ra. They made a couple labs. And I remember Ra showed me, and I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I really want to use this beat. And at the time, I don't think I used it because I don't think um, Sheriff knew who I was yet. But then, like, me and him ended up talking, and he sent me like three beats and one of them was that labora i made the song i sent it back and he's just like so surprised and that's how that relationship started forming we kept working eventually he visited chicago we got in the studio i met him in person for the first time ceo also came then um came to the studio that day and that was like pretty much the start of everything and from there, obviously, you guys have probably made dozens and dozens of songs, and yeah, we probably have heard a couple like, hundred beats. <laughs> we have we have hundreds of songs. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but um, it's been a a really <sighs> beneficial experience for me because I haven't made that many friends in music. Like it, it, it my relationship with them is unique because like they're my mentors. Yes, and they're also kind of, like, helping me on the management front right now. But also, like, they're just my friends. Like, they were the first people that haven't known me since I started to really, like, really believe in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, invest their time, like, teaching. Like, they help me with producing a lot, too. That's hard. Yeah, because you you were mentioning, like, when did you start producing exactly? Like... I'm sure you've been doing it for a while, like playing around and fucking around with it. But like, when did you sit down seriously and go, nah, like I want to be like co-prodding and prodding songs for, for some artists. Uh, when did I do that for real? Um, when I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on getting better producing. I did that in the start of December. And I, I made the <laughs> funny thing. I made the beat for pay it away. Like December 31st. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's wild. That's really wild. A little New Year's Eve activity. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all I really do for like I most people will go to parties, like do this and that, though. I don't really do none of that shit, bro, because like that's not what I'm interested in. Like I just wanna improve as a creative and that's the most important thing to me. Like that's literally more important than money to me personally. It's definitely that's definitely true too, bro. Because like just witnessing, you know, from social media. I mean, bro, you've been steady posted in the stew. You know what I mean with with CEO with with sheriff mm-hmm. raw. Um, obviously your homies as well, like helping them with like you know on the ETP side of it too. It's just like I've yes, you've been steady, 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 steady in the studio. Um, are you like have since the tape's been out and like since you know you've been kind of focused more on like rollout and, and other stuff maybe appearances i'm sure but like have mm-hmm. you been have you been like s- still locked in like that in the studio yeah yeah um also shout out et by the way you, you guys are uh, you guys are all gonna know about them soon um but yeah i still i still get in the studio a, a whole lot uh I was in the studio a lot when I was trying to really lock in and get better at producing. I'm still doing that, but I kind of went back to making songs for the meantime because I want to add some more to the vault because I feel like um, spending all that time producing has made me a better artist. So I want to make some more songs and then go back to producing, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool. I like how you, you really do have that balance and it's not just like burning out one lane, you know, and there's like multiple options for you when you're going in the studio. Yeah, because I... I I feel like that's key, bro. That's how you keep, that's how you keep the spark in you. Like that's how you keep music fun when you constantly try different things. Yeah. And it's like, there's that natural creative energy. I think that just kind of hits a studio session when it's like, there's fun in in people's mind and it's not like work. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, (sighs) you know, it's like an actual, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not like a chore. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um yeah i mean we can touch on etp um and all your homies there i mean i've been i've seen vel vel's up on tiktok for sure uh, his numbers are yeah. crazy on there and <laughs> yeah vel is a vel is vel is like gonna be a huge artist like he's gonna be a huge artist mark my words you're gonna go back to this interview in like two three years and that nigga's gonna be up and I'm gonna be like, I told you, because he is so talented. Like everybody in ETP is very talented. But I I have always worked like I worked I think I believe in everybody so much at ETP. But I really believe in Vel a lot because I helped him like he recorded his first songs like at my house when we were like 17, 18, like we were making music so much when we were younger and I just saw him get better so fast. Cause he, 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 we met him after each was already a thing for like a year. We met him and it was like me, Cam, um, my brother, Josh and, um, my homie Cello. It was us, um, and my and my friend Matt. It was all us, and then Josh introduced us to Vel, and um, yeah, we just all started making a whole bunch of music. We got better together, um, and yeah, like my brothers. And it's kind of a good segue to tell some story about you for like your fans and, and listeners. Like you were making music as a group with them, 
you know, that was kind of mm-hmm. your first start, right? When you first started releasing music and then you guys kind of all were like, Hey, let's focus on our, on ourselves and like still keep yeah. this a thing. Right. If I have the story yeah. down and no, yeah, 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 that's pretty much what it was. Now we're starting to get back into, um, the whole idea was like, like we're going to be better as a group once we develop more individually, you know? Mm-hmm. And along the individual development comes with everybody branching out and making their own connections, getting their own resources. So when we all come back together to do like a project as ETP, like the outreach will be that much better. Right. And, um, I mean, what do you have planned if anything kind of for this year? Like, is there any special ETP projects or, you know, tapes we could expect in the near like future from you guys? yeah i don't like gonna say too much on that but yes also um the etp youtube channel is gonna start dropping just a bunch of music videos bunch of a bunch of content we're gonna really start building our youtube channel so look out for that as well there's probably already a couple newish videos up on there oh that's tough that's tough i fuck with that so you guys are gonna be dropping like all your videos on that one channel we're not we're not gonna drop all videos on one channel because it's still important to cover all bases. But mm-hmm. there's gonna be a constant stream of of media on that channel. That's tough, man. That's tough. For I, sure, it's cool to see too that like you got multiple artists hip to the idea of like putting content out on social media and like putting yourselves out there. You know what I mean? Because it, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of artists kind of miss that, especially in the underground scene when it's like you can gain such a quick advantage. Um, and it can help elevate your music, you know what I mean? And just your brand, because it's like, it just, you get out to more eyes, you know what I mean? More audience. So. Yeah. Good for you yeah. guys, for real, for uh, going down that lane. Yeah, the socials, um, social media, all that stuff is really important. I'm still trying to, I feel like, honestly, I'm the worst at that out of everybody. Like, out of everybody in E2P, me and Rob probably post the least, because we're just like, I don't know what to post like besides snippets like i just don't like what i don't know but i'm I'm gonna get better at that i'm gonna start posting a lot more i just have to figure out how exactly i want to do it you know what i mean hell yeah but i also think it's it's natural too like on the flip of what i just said it is natural too for for some artists to be like yo i don't i don't really be like needing to post every week or like every day i mean that's just that's literally just not like it's not who i am you know like Mm -hmm. i'm not a social media like all i have is instagram now like everybody's trying to get me to start using twitter and shit and i am i'm gonna do all that but like natively i wouldn't do that if i wasn't making music like i would not have that you know what i mean right so it's it's hard kind of hard for me to use it because of that but i'm i'm learning yeah, I mean, I would say the same thing about myself, dude. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm, it's kind of awkward because it's like, don't you use CC's Instagram? But it's like, yeah, but that's my job. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I didn't yeah, have yeah. that kind of job where it was like you had to focus on, you know, yep, you had to really exactly. dig on, you know, social media platforms to find shit and all that. Like, bro, I, I would not be on it because it's like, you know, Twitter's funny. Like, I go on Twitter for relief because it, it's like there's a lot of goofy stuff on there as much as it's like – work and promote your work and all that you know that's why i like twitter but even twitter is going like twitter twitter used to be way more funnier than it is now yeah everything is like just changing in the social landscape i feel like it changes slightly like every two three years it changes slightly it changes every year but like the change becomes more noticeable after more time 
Like, have you seen like Twit, like Aiden Ross? Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you see all the big rappers going to him now on Fridays for promo. Because, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, bro. It's because, like, um, something that people don't realize is like, authentic promo is like not an easy thing to get ever. Like, it, it never really was, but before, since it was earlier in the days of like just internet music and like, you know, people posted SoundCloud shit like that, like you could probably go up off a song with fake plays back then. Like, cause that shit was still kind of new, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But now, like, you need authentic promo, like, you need. You need real followers. You need like so because of that, people are searching for new ways to get their character, like their music, out to new eyes. And I think that that like being on somebody's live stream or like being on somebody's YouTube channel, that's one of the best ways to get authentic promo because that's X amount of people you know are going to be interested in the content. Cause they clicked on the video and they liked that channel. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's just been crazy to see, like you're saying, like that social landscape just change. Obviously TikTok has been like a huge, um, huge mm-hmm. boost in the huge. music industry. You know what I mean? I feel like it went from a national reputation of like, ah, this, this platform really, we're going to use this now to it's you, you use it now, you know? And you yeah, even, I like, feel like for a see, while, I feel like, what 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 tiktok is kind of doing now like they're they're you see all the viral dances and shit right mm-hmm. before like all the dance videos and stuff will be on like instagram and just other social media they still are but tiktok is now the main place for that do you as an artist feel like ah shit like i want to make this song or like you'll hear a certain beat have a melody in your head and be like yo this could be kind of fire for tiktok like do you do you go in with that intention <laughs> or yeah you're laughing so probably not <laughs> it's no no no. it's just funny because i'll think that after the fact like like i feel like um i feel like she i could go viral on tiktok but I didn't make the song with that intention. It's just when the song's done and you listen to it, uh, you just think of scenarios that it could be funny in or that it could, you know, garner a lot of attention in. I don't, but but I don't really go in thinking that. But I'm going to be honest, I was kind of thinking that when I first started experimenting with, like, the high-pitched vocals, I was thinking about that, like, because I feel like that has more potential to be on some viral shit that's not really the reason why i did it but once i made a couple songs like that i kind of realized that it had that potential yeah i could tell i mean yeah i that's like if i was if you were to tell me like hey get in the booth and like try and make a song to go viral on tiktok i want some like synth heavy ass beat i want some like rage type Uh you know (laughs) rage type vibes and i want to get some like high-pitched ass met like you know vocals you know like that's what i feel like is just people are really fucking with right now and maybe some like screaming in there (laughs) like i don't know i I feel like that's try to cover all bases (laughs) yeah like i just feel like everybody is fucking with that noise right now and it's just it's crazy to to see like um kind of that like fair weather element of it too where it's like damn this shit was up as a motherfucker and then it's cold as hell like a week 
three weeks later. You know, I think that's another yeah. like that's a side effect of it, if you will, too, where it's like an artist will go, like, I think, with that intention of like, yeah, I'm gonna make this for TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And then like it does its thing and then either does nothing or like, you know, it carries on for just like a certain window. And, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. just crazy. I think like, I don't know, we've talked in the past about like, you know, making albums kind of, you know, real pieces of work. And like before Bet On Me dropped, you had said like, yo, like this album is going to be like a real, real piece of like work. You know what I mean? I think you did that Mm -hmm. not because it was like lyrically all that, like you were saying earlier, but just because like the sounds, bro, and the melodies, like it's a different type of complete project that I think is a standard where we are in the music scene now. You know what I mean? Like I grew up, really listening to like old school rap like 2000s you know meek mill like early 2010 shit and that was mm-hmm. all lyric based you know but like now like it's hard to really sit here and be like ah bro like if you're not lyrically a hundred like it's a shitty tape like that that's out the window yeah. you know yeah man that's just definitely out the window but i i i feel like the lyrics are still very very important for like hip-hop and rap music right but i i almost feel like now there's more and more artists like carving this unique space between genres like that's kind of what i feel like i'm doing like i don't necessarily feel like my music is rap most of the time sometimes i feel like i'll listen to a song i'm like okay this like feels like a rap song and sometimes i'll make a song and it feels more like a pop song sometimes i make a song and it's more towards like the r&b area so i feel like i'm kind of in in terms of my sound now like i feel like i'm in a weird space between like a few different genres and i feel like there's a lot of artists that are also in that space yeah i agree bro i think there's like more and more by the month you you just kind of learn about where it's like damn this dude's really bending genres and it's really the producers too man like a lot of these producers you see working with like the underground like the big name underground people it's like the people you're working with too it's like they're really doing a great like they're really just this like consistency amongst the industry right now of like yeah beats that really just pull you know what i mean it's not just like your basic cookie cutter shit where i do think it was for a couple years honestly Mm -hmm. i think that i it's weird because i feel like now I don't, I don't really know how to say this. I don't, I don't think that, I think that there's like a new normal every couple of couple of years for production, right? For a while, probably, I honestly feel like we're in the tail end of it, but at the same time, I'm not sure because I don't see it going anywhere, right? But like the two-step hi-hats, like Pierre beats, basically. Like, I don't think that that's going to go anywhere, but I feel like maybe in two years, that's not going to be the type of beat everybody wants to get on. Like, I think that the culture will shift a little bit, but I think that will still have its place. And it was interesting what you said um, about like cookie cutter beats. Cause a lot of people don't like the simplistic beats, but that's what artists like. Like a lot of artists just like when you take away all the extra shit so they can just rap on a beat. That's a lot more basic and then you can add shit after like that's how i started with sheriff like he'll give me uh like a blueprint for a beat pretty much and once i start my vocals we'll go in and add stuff and like that process of recording where it's like you're going in and adding stuff 
easier for you um, versus getting like a completed beat, like, yo, no, no finishing on this. Like, this is the way it's going to be type of thing. I think it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's easier, but I feel like sometimes the end result is a lot better because like, like I don't really rap per se. Like I don't, I, all my songs are melodic. So I think that you can, you can wrap the song into a complete package much better when you do post-production. No, I, yeah, I get that for sure. Um, like you can get the sub melodies to complement the vocals and you can even put, put like drums on certain words so that it emphasizes them. Just little shit like that that you wouldn't really notice, but it probably wouldn't be in the song without the post-production. Right. Um, I wanted to kind of see if you wanted to put some spotlight on like Chicago's scene um, and mm-hmm. kind of shout out some people that like you've been listening to, obviously like your homies and <laughs> their music, but like, yeah, who are some other underground artists that like, or just artists in general in Chicago, they, they can be mainstream too, that like you've really been like listening to heavily and like you not pull inspiration from because that's like too kind of basic yeah. but like who you've just been kind of like damn like they're moving cool as fuck or like their sound is yeah. just raw shit um lucky more than anyone for me like i've been listening to lucky since like sixth seventh grade so damn. i've always kept up with his music like i really really fuck with lucky um he's definitely inspiration to me he's like top five top five inspiration for my music um you might not be able to hear it but like i went through a lot of different i went through a lot of evolving as an artist to get to the point i'm at now and i definitely probably sounded like lucky early on like first tape you dropped like golden boy meets world (laughs) No, no, no that wasn't even my first tape honestly that that's the earliest one i kept up but i'm talking about before i was even releasing music like when i was just making music trying to get better and i was not showing anybody yeah that's you know, what, I, that's I, what like, I thought you meant yeah um, um but besides lucky uh yeah there's a lot there's a lot of a lot of chicago artists i like uh i really like there's just so many i really like cp's music you know who that is i do i do yeah he's hard as fuck um, I also, obviously, always gonna fuck with Super. Super's done a lot for me as well. Um, and he, Super's really, really talented. Like, every time I hang out with Super and we're in the studio and we, like, make music, like, it is, because he's another artist that I listened to a lot when I was younger. It's really cool to just see his process, um, because it's not that different from mine, you know? Right. Um, and I feel, I feel like, um, something that working, working my way up, just like in the Chicago music scene has taught me is like, you appreciate someone's music so much more after you meet them. Mm-hmm. Like it feels different because you just understand certain things and like certain things resonate more. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but that's a phenomenon that I thought was really interesting. Because I never would have realized or thought about that and, um, had I not started meeting people. Yeah, I mean, you bring up Supa, and it's kind of interesting because obviously Raw, right? Like, is that like how you met Supa was through Raw? Uh, I, 
Yeah, yes. But, but how it happened was I posted I posted um a trailer of this song uh that I was gonna drop. It never came out. Um but I posted a trailer of this song I was gonna drop uh when I was in LA the first time I went in like twenty nineteen. And um Super just ended up like finding it. I don't even remember how, but that's how he linked with Ra because he was like this beat is like fucking crazy you know mm-hmm. um that's how he liquid with Ra. and then not long after i met him so it was honestly just him hearing something he liked and reaching mm-hmm. out yeah so he so he actually heard like because i've known i i think some people like if you kind of are in chicago's scene you know like supa's working with raw you know um yeah. based off the shit that happened like last summer like mm-hmm. i heard about obviously and like um it's super raw to see him kind of like hearing about like, raw use on ironically there, but it's dope to see him working with you and actually hear it. It's like, ah, oh, nah, he, he heard him through like your song and not like, you know, the future Kings one that went like stupid viral, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's cold, bro. Um, I want to kind of talk about just, you know, golden boy, Manny as a person, like, you know what you do. That's, you know, not music. I mean, obviously <laughs> it's a big part of your life, but, you know, yeah. you're a human being, you do other shit, um, you have other interests, uh-huh. like, talk about them, you know what I mean? What do you, what else are you kind of fucking with in, in culture? Uh, I'm glad you asked this. I feel like nobody really knows, like, people don't really know anything about me, which is okay, but I'm not afraid to talk about myself. Um, I like video games a lot. I really like cartoons. I literally don't watch TV. Like, I haven't watched a real TV show probably in, like, several years. I'm trying to change that, though. I just don't know what to watch. Uh, but, and also, like, real TV and cartoons are different because you can have cartoons on the background when you're doing something. And, like, a real TV show or, like, a movie or some shit, like, you got to pay attention. Uh, and I think that's kind of why. Because <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always multitasking. Um but yeah, I really like video games, especially fighting games, uh, cartoons. I like basketball a lot. Um, I'm really interested in clothes. Uh, I want to make clothes in the future. Uh, I'm kind of starting some designs and shit, but I don't want to talk about that until like that is something that's even brought a little bit into fruition, you know? Yeah, but I'm working. I'm working on that too. Um, I mean, dude, if you need, yeah. if you need, um, with the clothes stuff, if you want, um, I can pair you with some homies. Like somebody on CC's team, his name's Seb. He he's doing this like Seb. wicked hard, uh, f- like fashion brand. It's like luxury shit. It's not like a Gildan or like you know your basic hoodie. Like it, it's like fire quality mm-hmm. shit. Like. He, he's raw with it. He's got a whole space up in um, the north side of the city. Like I can, I can link uh, you with him after we're done and shit. I can, we can talk about that privately. Okay. But you mentioned basketball yeah, yeah, and video sure. games. Uh, yeah. I'm an NBA stain. Like, is it NBA shit that you be like you be watching the most? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah. NBA shit. I don't really play. I don't really play much anymore. I do sometimes with my homies, but like that's not really what I meant for basketball. Like I am not the type to go play every day i'll play sometimes though because it's still fun can you sh- can you shoot really like what kind of player are you on the court That's i'm I'm, de- I'm definitely a shooter 
Oh shit. Okay. Didn't ex- would not yeah, expect I'm a shooter. That. Would not expect that. Yeah, I know. I can't. I like don't have good handles, but I'm like a. I feel like I'm a pretty solid shooter. Like I, I would have penciled you in for defense because like you're tall. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm decent at that too. But I'm just saying like offensively. Like I feel like I'm a shooter, and like I could be in the paint technically, but I would rather shoot. True. Okay. Well, that's kind of raw. Who are like who are your favorite players in the like NBA right now? Like who do you like if you're watching a game or just like highlight wise? Who are you just like yeah this motherfucker is cold as hell. <laughs> um, ooh, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of like the NBA is so interesting right now because yeah. there's a lot of it cold as people in the NBA right yeah. now. I really like um, John Morant. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's out of his mind. He kind of reminds me of um, he like. Sometimes he reminds me of like he seems like like a Westbrook esque player in terms of I guess how explosive he is. But how he handles himself like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to compare compare bleh, compare NBA players though because I want everybody to carve out their own narrative for themselves. You know, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't really want anyone to compare me to another artist. So there you go. <laughs> um, and then with video games, like, have you thought about potentially doing streaming? Like, is that something like, yes, a lot that's of- going to come streaming. You to sh- that, trust me, that is coming. But I have to do a couple things before that. Like, I have to find the time and have a good enough financial standing to be able to dedicate the time to really, really start that up. But it's in the cards for sure. And what games do you play? Like, um, are you were you on Warzone when Warzone was like up as hell? Like when what? it first came out, I was definitely playing Warzone, but like I definitely got tired quick. Um, my favorite type of games are fighting games. So like Smash Bros, Street Fighter, um, Mortal Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom, shit like that. I, I love those games. Um, I also like uh, single player games and. Uh, I don't know. I'll play damn near anything. The only thing that I don't really like personally is like MOBAs, like like games like League of Legends and shit like that. Like I don't really fuck with that person. There's nothing wrong with it, but I just I don't want to spend my time playing that. Like that's not as fun as something else to me. You know, I feel you. I bro I don't play I don't play sports games super heavy either. See, I, I like I didn't play like I grew up playing video games like everyone play up i think i feel like everyone grew up playing some type of video games you know yeah and like for me it was 2k like i feel like everyone's got 2k in their arsenal madden um smash bro my cousins played the old one like on the fucking 64 and the gamecube like Uh, they had them all because they were they're like six seven eight years older than me so they had all them shits and obviously the one on the wii and then the one came out for uh the switch like a couple years ago i mean that yep. game is so fun, dude. I like that game is crazy. It never gets that's old. That's probably bro. the best. It's probably the best fighting game ever made. Because I still will, don't I'm know all the characters. I still don't know all the characters, bro. But like, I know <laughs> I can go in there. Like, I have my select dozen that I can hand someone's ass with. You know what I mean? And like, yep. have a yeah. fun time. Like, that's my thing. I like to be able to play a video game, and like the only reason I should be raging is at myself for sucking. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. like it to be like yeah. a very like stress relieving thing like i don't like it when mm-hmm. like 
people are on my ass to like compete because it's like gee i compete when i where i work you know what i mean i don't compete yeah. like i don't compete with the video like, games <laughs> that's not really what that's not the reason you play video games like you don't play video games for competitiveness you you play it more so for like um just as something like to take the edge off i completely know what you're saying right bro right and like i feel like smash does a great job of like making it competitive with the homies you're playing with but it's also like it's fun as hell you know what i mean like yeah bro, it's, it's i'm just like, like that not, i'm i'm not even gonna lie i'm like dangerously good at smash oh, like shit. i will play i will play any rapper for money in smash bros i mean and cc smash bros tournament i'll i'm i will definitely win that I'm not gonna lie, bro. The only part, people that can beat me in Smash Bros. People that really know the game. Like, if you don't really play Smash Bros., you're not gonna beat me. Cause I really play Smash Bros. Like, when I start my YouTube channel, or my friends that I play video games with, like, a lot of the content is gonna be Smash Bros. Not all of it, but that's gonna be a lot of what we start with. On the ETP channel? No, no, no. no. When I start a gaming channel. Oh wow! Okay, ETP so channels. Have... The ETP channel is separate. Nice. Okay, so you're gonna have like a whole separate like like Golden Boy Manny streaming like content channel type shit. Yeah, Rock. It's not just gonna. It's I'm gonna do it with like two of my friends most likely, but I'm gonna have my own Twitch. Yeah. And you said um, you're into. That, go ahead. All that is like in the in the works right now. That's hard. That's super cool, bro. I mean, it it for me like again like i said i don't play a lot i don't follow up with like video game community culture shit like i just don't i don't i just don't have the time for it and was never yeah, that engaged i feel like that's a that's a lot of people like i used to have the time and i don't now i just play when i can you know but i will watch people play that's the thing is like all right yeah. i want to like chill for 20 minutes i don't want to go start the game and like watch it load and like all that shit but i'll watch it the dude's like highlights or like yeah that's why streaming i feel like that's why um streaming is like such an important industry because like that is always going to be a thing like people in that age group where they're not too old for games but they're too focused on trying to accomplish real life shit that they don't really have the time to play anymore. So they just watch it. I feel like that's a demographic that's always going to be there and it's never really going to change. And right. And like a further why it won't change is because that demographic is going to constantly have like a new batch of fans, like just naturally because people are older yeah. and they start wondering what Twitch is or whatever. You know what I mean? It's because it's yep. just like that yeah. kids love that Twitch shit. You know what I mean? Like, like 10 to you know teenagers i guess like i feel like they're really all over like the tiktok and the and especially mm -hmm. twitch you know what i mean yeah um, um but besides like the shit that i said um other hobbies i like science and i like paranormal shit not a lot of people know that about me but like i'm really shit. yeah like i'm really into that um i'm really into like aliens and like ghosts i just think that shit's interesting because none of it is really confirmed 100 percent real in the ways that we think so i have always just been really drawn to that i think it's interesting i think there's something cool about about things that no one has a definite answer for aliens are real right 
aliens are definitely real. Not like green, weird-ass people or no shit like that, but like there's UFO, like they confirmed UFO sightings, yeah. Yeah, right. I, I had known. Like I, I agree. Like, I'm not like – I'm definitely tapped in with the paranormal stuff because it's like I feel like – a lot of that shit's true. Like, I think spirits are real. Yeah. I think aliens are yeah, yeah, real. Yeah, definitely. All of it. I all just don't it. think, I don't think there's like really a way to prove it right now, but I think it's real. And in terms of how real it is compared to like what people think it is, I don't know. But I know in some way, shape, or form, like most of that stuff probably exists. Did you see the fact that like this is about NASA, um, how they used to explore like the oceans like before they were up in space right they were doing ocean mm-hmm. deep dives and stuff and then one day they randomly were like yep nope space 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 and like you know they basically never mentioned the fact they went down there and somebody was basically like so what the fuck did they find <laughs> that had them like not go back there and like talk about it for 60 years you know what i mean and i'm kind of like they- Dude, anything think, government conspiracy, NASA conspiracy, that definitely gets my yeah, hair standing up, bro. Yeah, I'm always like ears gets, on those. Yeah, for real. Me too. Like I I I love that stuff. And I think that I think that some like in terms of conspiracy theories, that's completely different. Cause I'm not gonna lie, like a solid 20, 25% conspiracy theories, I feel like might be true. Oh dude, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I like I'm definitely, I would say even higher, bro. I feel like it's a 50-50 almost. Like, there's just so much stuff where I'm like, dude, there's, there's like, cold evidence. You know what I mean? Like, cold as day yeah, evidence, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, Where I'm just kind of like, ah, bro, like, how is this not true? You know what like, I mean? Like, how is this not this? And I'm literally looking at this. Like, how, like, what? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, there, there's so many brutal ones. I'm almost, I'm, I'm scared to talk about it because it's like, bro, I don't, I don't need... <laughs> Like, I was gonna say, I'm like, whoa, whoa, bro, whoa, hey, don't, whatever. Yeah. Watch what you say right now. Eric and I, CC, like you, everybody involved in this episode is not need. <laughs> we are all gonna fucking disappear. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pull up to the front door. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be creepy, man. Um. Bro, what's coming up for you in the future? Um, obviously, you know, besides your big performance in August, but, like, what are some other plans and, and plays you kind of have on the docket uh, coming into um, this year? Yeah, bro. Uh, I, I honestly just want to try and uh, figure out ways to let people into my world more. Like, I want to post more on social media. I want my fans to be able to get to know me better, like, there's still more to know about me besides what I just talked to you about. And I feel like literally this is probably going to be the first time, like I really talk about myself publicly since I've like been an artist damn near. So I want to find more ways to interact with the people that support me. That's the first thing. Besides that, there's already a whole bunch of music. I've been working with so many like crazy people, like, and I'm not going to say any names, but that that's happening. Um, yeah, a lot more content, more music. Um, you're gonna see more of my face, you know. Uh, I want to try to, after Summer Smash, I want to try to organize a headliner. So, more news on that when I have it. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's hard, bro. Right now, um, 
I don't really have much else to ask. Um, is there anything else you want to like talk about before we do our outro? Uh, no, I don't think so. Thanks for having me, giving me a chance to, you know, just talk about stuff. It was cool. Yeah, bro. It was a treat again. Like keep opening up, uh, keep showing off who you are as a person. Cause you are, um, definitely moving differently in the music industry right now. And it shows with just kind of what's been coming your way. And yeah, more. I think people are going to be really surprised by this interview because, like, I don't really talk about the shit that I do or the people I meet or anything like that. You know, like, if you didn't ask me that, like, nobody would know that I know anybody from Lyrical because I don't say that shit. Like, I don't I don't talk about what I'm working on, really, because I don't feel like that's anybody's business. Like, you don't have to let people know what you're doing all the time. Yeah, you don't. And I, that's, again, it's more credit to you. Um, you know, I just remember, like, the first time we had talked, right, and, like, I had met you. It was over the phone, just like this. And, bro, you gave me, like, 55 minutes of your time, you know what I mean? And, like, been doing this for a little while now, like, very few, if not, I think, really, you're the only artist that's ever been able to just give me, like, an hour of, like, devoted, clear, like, genuine time. And it's, like, it obviously is showing to other people that's why you're moving the way you are you know yeah bro i mean that shit means a lot to me anybody that i work with like anybody that's willing to give me some of their time to work with me like that shit means a lot bro i'm i'm trying to reciprocate that same energy you know well dude shout out um shout out all your platforms so like the listeners if they're not already can know where to follow you and like know where yeah. to like you know be hip and stuff um i'm you can find me on at Golden Boy, M N N Y, so Manny without the A. Um, that's my at on everything. So yeah, if you want to see what I'm up to, come check me out. Go stream Bet on Me. It's a project I'm really proud of. I got to work on it with my friends, and I'm really happy with it. I'm gonna continue the rollout for that for a little while. Um, so yeah. All right, well, that's all we have for you guys today on the Culture Capture Spotlight podcast. Thank you guys again for listening to this episode, and we'll be back again with another one very soon.